morning. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the Bible Table Chat, where we keep it live. I'm Elaine Murphy, Senior Anchor, and thank you for lending me your ears today. And if you haven't already, grab a cup of coffee or your favorite beverage. Today's topic, the rapture. Yes, the rapture is something that's not discussed much, but it's true. It is a part of God's promises to us as children of God or kingdom people. In the Bible, the rapture has more than one name. And I believe a lot of believers or people that look at the word rapture get confused. But we are going to chat about it because it is very real and it's going to happen. Nothing can stop um, the prophetic of God. Jesus Christ himself will return for us his people, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And it is a guarantee. It is written in the word of God and it's part of God's will. Nothing can change God's plan for all he has created, especially uh, humanity. This is another one of those good episodes. And I appreciate the listeners from all around the world tuning in every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Central Time. After this sponsored messages, we will chat more about the rapture. We'll be right back. of you would love to make God your partner for greater success? How many of you want to learn to live with the rhythm of each season for maximum productivity? And how many of you want to learn how to move forward from bad relationships or church hurts? Well, the books Understanding the Seasons and Times and When Wolves Come are the books for you. Written by Nirvana Winston, who is a writer with both wisdom and simplicity, giving tools and insights into kingdom living for everyday life. She shares witty stories and personal encounters. Pick up your copy today before they're all gone. Go to Amazon and hashtag when wills come and hashtag understanding the seasons and time. Get your copies today. You'll be glad that you did. Looking for a good book to read? Why not read the one by yours truly, Brian Crump, The Woman on the Train, found on Amazon.com. Just go to Amazon.com, type in The Woman on the Train by Brian Crump, C-R-U-M-P, and it will populate. Rated five stars and among one of the best 10 books in amateur writing. The insert, I embark on a train ride to help settle my nerves 
from a very stressful day, week, and month. What better way to clear my head, or so I thought. As I board the train, I am confronted by a woman who is already on the train. Everyone tells me to avoid her and not to pay her any attention, but there's something about this eerie woman. She has the power to tap deep into my inner being. Soon, it is just her and I, and all the surrounding noises begin to dissipate. Everyone is in their own world, but this woman was able to communicate with me without even opening her mouth. The things I find out about this woman tells a chilling story. I tried to leave, but I can't. I tried to move, but I can't. I tried to avoid her, but I can't. Wait until you find out what happens when our worlds collide. Welcome back, back. I hope you enjoyed those sponsored messages. And we're here today at the Bible Table Tab on the topic, the rapture. And as I said before, the rapture itself, the word is not found in the Bible. After doing the research, and there's a reason why it's not found. Because there is another word that means the same as rapture. The definition of rapture is to be caught up. It is a Latin word that extends out of the word rapio, which is R-A-P-I-O, which means caught up. Now I do know the word caught up is in the word of God after doing my, my research. So the rapture will occur. And what we're going to do, because I know a lot of our listeners want to know more about the rapture and I do get that and it is so important that we do learn more about the rapture um and we're going to start we're going to look into the word of God because that's where we need to go because that's what the rapture is all about and we're going to start in a book of Matthew after doing my research I think if we look in Matthew 24 and 31 and 25 31 through 46 um, um, it is prophesied that the son of man will send out his angels with a trumpet call to gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other before separating the righteous sheep from the accursed goats. And I tell you what, that's very interesting. So we're going to go to Matthew 24 and 31 and see what that says Matthew 24 and 31 in the word of God says this 24 and 31 it says and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. 
Now that's very interesting. So in that time, there would be a trumpet's call. And only those who are in Christ or those who are here, allowed to hear that word, those horns or the trumpet will, will hear that particular sound. He will gather, he will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the earth to the other. And that is very interesting. So the rapture is, it is written in red. So that's something that God and Jesus is saying. So yes, the rapture is very much real. What I do want to do, and I'm going to go back to, go back to the scripture. Um, 25, 31 through 46. And we're going to look at what it says about the rapture or the other word caught up because that's very important that you understand that it's called the rapture but it represents the word caught up and we're going to go to Matthew 25 31 through 46 Matthew 25 31 through 46 we're going to go to Matthew 25, 31 through 36. And it says here, When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate the people one from another as a sheep separates the sheep, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance, the kingdom, prepared, prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I will hunger and you and, and I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes, you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needed clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? And the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers or sisters of mine, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing. I was thirsty, you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They will answer, Lord, when did we... See you hungry. Man. 
So he's talking about what we do for one another, if nothing else, helping each other, being there for someone. God sees everything. I believe the eyes of, I know, according to the scripture, that the eyes of the Lord are in every place. So God is saying in these things, that's why he says, you know, not the hour and the time, because we should be living, living um, for Christ and living this word of God every day. Uh, we may not know his hour. That's why he's coming as a thief. We should be practicing this rather than we know he's coming, what time he's coming or not. So that's just beautiful. So that answers a lot of questions. And I'm telling you, it is good. And we're going to continue on with um, this week's topic, the rapture. And now what I'm going to do, I'm going to go back and look into the research at this time. We're going to um, go back into the research portion. It says this, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command with the archangels call and with the sound of a trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with him. And that's First Thessalonians 4 and 16 through 17 and we're going to go to that once again first Thessalonians 4 16 through 17 first Thessalonians 4 16 through 17 first Thessalonians 16 through 17 it says for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command with the voice of an ark angel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first after that we who are still alive are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so we will be with the Lord forever and it says even tells us after that therefore encourage one another with these words and it's so important to build each other up instead of bickering with one another instead of going to war with one another um, instead of responding out of jealousy of one another the, the first shall be the last and the last shall be first there's no reason to struggle with um, not getting along because if you can't get along on this earth How can you get along in the kingdom of God? God sees that and he knows the heart. And it says here, as we go further down, it says, we will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in a twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and a dead in Christ will be raised imperishable and we will be raised imperishable Matthew's eerie description of the event sounds much like the event portrayed in the movies that they write about the rapture 
you know. So we will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. I like that. And we're going to go to that particular scripture. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 52. So 1 Corinthians 15, 51, and 52. 15, 51, and 52. It says this, listen, I tell you a mystery. And once again, it's a mystery. That means the mysteries of God is not made for us to really know the time of the season. It says, but this one thing for sure, we will not all sleep. That means that we will not all go by way of the grave. But we will be changed. 52, verse 52 says, In a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. I'm hoping for that. As a Christian, that's something I prayed since the, over the last 10 years. Lord, if I can't meet the rapture, just let me go in my sleep. But I believe, I believe I'm going to meet the rapture. It says, In in the twinkling of the eye and at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with the immortality. With immortality. When a perishable has been clothed with imperishable, and a mortal with the immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's just that touches my heart and I just say Jesus I thank you for my salvation Lord I thank you Lord for your for for giving me of for forgiving me of all my sins through your death on the cross through sending your son Jesus Christ your only son and father I just thank you so yes there is going to be a rapture I mean we could we could we could argue the, the, the situation and, and do research after research, but it's right there in the Bible. You're not going to get any more deeper than what the word says. So the importance is, is to understand that the word rapture itself may not be in the Bible, but it means to be caught up. That is in the Bible. So, however, it still says that we're going to be caught up. That Jesus is going to come back. And there, that's the, that is part of the rapture. When he returns and take us with him. Yes, then we're going to be put on a new spiritual body. So whatever Christ looks like, we shall look like that also. So just hold on to that and remember that. Because that is key. And it's very important that we grasp that. So when a day of judgment becomes associated with a physical rapture, it's important to note that Christianity, that Christianity's many denominations disagree on exactly how Christ will return to the earth or how, how literally 
to interpret the Bible's account of how the day of reckoning will go down. You're really not supposed to know. It is, the Bible is what it says. You can't add to the scripture. You can't take it away. It may sound terrible. I think people become, I think some people, some of us may become afraid. Um, I think this world is already to, even as I speak, is ate up with paranoia and anxiety. The word anxiety is fear of the unknown. We, we tend to fear uh, the unknown more than anything because you don't know. All you need to do is remember that it's because of Christ that we live and have our being. God created us, so he knows what he's going to do with us. The thing with us is we got to stop fearing and, and letting the devil use us to, to become deny stuff. And you know, How can you deny the word of God? If you're a born-again Christian, you know you can't change the word. You have to eat the whole scroll. You can't, you can't find a different meaning other than what God means. Because that's what matters is what God is trying to say. Um, so God is giving us all of our understanding in the gospel. And it is good to get a, it is good to get a good understanding. So this particular portion of the rapture, I'm telling you, is really good. Um, I'm going to go to a little bit more of research. And anyway, when it comes to just particular people in general, rather Christians or, or uh, Christians or not, uh, my research says this, and this is just research. It says today, about one in four believe Christ will return to the earth. Though it's far from clear how many of those believe that the rapture will occur. But the ideal has clearly captured many people's imagination. But they self-styled soothsayers of the apocalypse or simple novelists hoping for the bestseller. Yeah, instead of actually believing the word of God, you get all these movie makers just creating their idea of, of the apocalypse. But we know that's normal. They're going to do that until Jesus actually come back to the earth. So I'm not necessarily, you know, moved by that. What does the Bible say about the rapture? We know that it does not actually particularly talk about, and I think we, we already um, discussed that about it has a meaning the word rapture itself means to be caught up that is in the word of god thessalonians 5 8 says this paul expresses that the lord's return will be like a thief in the night no one will know the date or time however there are several signs of the end times that we can all be aware of events such as earthquakes and diseases and that's going on now um, earthquakes and diseases, uh, war, wars and rumors of wars and disputes among nations and persecution against Christians are all signs leading to the rapture. Oh, it's going to happen for sure because that's all those particular signs are happening more than ever today. I'm actually happy when I think about Christ coming back and getting us out of this crazy mad world. 
And I know right now we can't even fathom how beautiful and how honorable heaven is to achieve compared to this earth. This this earth is like one big toilet stool compared to <laughs> compared to heaven, true heaven. We can't even begin to be creative and mind how beautiful the presence and uh, the peace of heaven is. Um, it is true that the word rapture is not in the Bible. I told you that. But neither would you find the word Trinity by name in the Bible. Nor the word mission. And a number of other terms we use to describe theological concepts clearly taught in the scripture. The word rapture is taken from the word. I think I mentioned this at the beginning. That the word rapture is taken from the Latin rapio. Uh, for the two words caught up. First, that's only 4 and 17. I believe we already read that. So we're not going to go back to that scripture. It says, when you, are, when you are studying about the rapture of the church, there are several things you need to keep in mind. First of all, the second coming of Christ is in two parts. Separated a period of seven years. The first part is sometimes referred to as a rapture as we already discussed 1 Thessalonians 4 13 through 18 and 1 Corinthians 15 52 to 58 the second part occurs when Christ physically bodily returns to this earth on Mount, the Mount of Olives from which he ascended the eternal the interval between these two events known as the tribulations and the great tribulation is divided into two, two, three and a half year periods each. The 70 weeks described in Daniel's 9, 24 and 27 speak of this. So we're going to quickly go to Daniel 9, 24 through 27. We're going to go to Daniel's 29, 24. 4 to 27. So we're going to go Daniels. Daniels. We're going to go back and we're going to look. Daniels 9, 24 to 27. 9, 24 through 27 says this. Took me a minute to find that. I need to work on my books more. But it says here, 9 and 24, 77 are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgressions, to put it into sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring into everlasting righteousness, to seal a vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. Know and understand this. From the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem unto the atonement, unto the anointed one, the ruler comes, there will be 77 sevens and 62 sevens. It will be rebuilt with streets and a trench. But in times of trouble, after the 62 sevens, the anointed one will be put to death and will have nothing. 
the people of the ruler who will come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end will come like a flood. War will continue until the end and desolations have been decreed. He will confirm the covenant with many of one sevens. In the middle of the seven, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And at the temple, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him. And there you go. It talks about the sevens. So everything is done in the seasons. And there will come a time that the rapture will occur. So we need to remember that. We need to understand that there is going to be one. I mean, that's, it's just amazing. Jesus said regarding his second coming. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. This is something Jesus said. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. We shall live like Jesus is coming today. So he said, if you live like I'm coming back today, you won't have to worry about it. It may be closer than we dare to dream. And that is true. So in saying that, I hope that those scriptures inspired you. What I will do at this time is I'm actually going to actually give you what did I do with it? a list of some of the words of some of the scriptures that I did while I was doing a research and it's quite extensive but I think that I'm going to go ahead and read I'm going to give you um, all of them and then I tell you what the best thing you can ever do is take them one at a time and maybe you have to do this over a period of time but do a, your own little research on the rapture. I think that would better, that would actually help you more. And I hope that this particular um, episode of the Bible Table Chat, this is episode, season two, episode 15 of the Bible Table Chat. And I'm going to read these scriptures. It says, um, rapture scriptures, 2 Corinthians 5 and 10, John 14 and 3. Luke 10 and 20, Mark 13 and 32, Revelations 3 and 10, Matthews 24, 30 and 31, uh, Philippians 3, 20 and 21, Romans 8, 18 and 19, Acts 1, 7 and 8, Daniel 12, Daniel 12, 1 and 2 that's either Daniel 12 or uh, Daniel 2 1 and 2 uh, 1 Corinthians 15 51 to 53 1st Thalassians 4 16 through 18 Luke 17 34 and 37 Mark 13 24 through 27, Revelations 20, 2 through 5, Revelations 11, 15 through 19, 
And I hope that you enjoyed today's Bible Table Chat. I loved it. I'm telling you, when I think about the return of Christ, I just rejoice. You know what? I think it's because sometimes we see so much um, going on that points right back to what the what God said would happen. So it's more like God's prophecy just being fulfilled. Um, I get excited because although God, my life is beautiful in Christ while I'm here and I'm, I'm trying my best to focus on what his purpose for me while I'm here on this earth and trying to fall in that place. And I believe that I am in a will according to prophetics, according to God's prophets and prophetess. So I'm only here because God still has me here with a plan and a purpose along with my with a fiance of mine um, who God placed in my life. So all I can say is I can rejoice when I think about the rapture. Uh, it means a lot to me. And I always, always pray, like I said a little bit earlier, and I don't mind sharing this prayer, is that, Lord, if I don't make the rapture, if it's not your will that I um, take part in a rapture, and I believe that I am, I actually am holding on to faith. But if I don't, I, I'm not going to lose anything. I'll still go before him and go before the Father in heaven. But I said, Lord, it's the way I think about going. I said, don't let me go through disease or pain or agony or torment or tragedy or definitely don't let nobody hurt me and take my life. Um, Lord, just take me in my sleep. Why can't I just go peacefully? Yeah, I mean, you brought me into this world, you know, just, I came in and why can't you just take me, you know, and, and, and in that time, um, I pray that my, if I don't make the rapture in which I believe I am, I'm not doubting, but I'm just saying, I just hope I go peacefully in my sleep to go be with the Lord. But anyway, that's just my prayer that I decided to share with you. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to season two, episode 15 of the Bible Table Chat. And hey, I pray thank you for listening all around the world. We have listeners in over six or seven countries that we're thankful for. And I pray that this particular episode about the rapture has enlightened you, has has allowed you to have a little bit more knowledge Like I said, always take those scriptures that I just gave you and um, research. Seek God for yourself. He may show you something a little bit more extended from what he showed me. And so, hey, you can always go to the email here at the Bible table chat, which will be also at in hashtags or at the bottom, a link at the bottom where you could just go to the Bible table chat email shoot me a um an email if you have any questions if there anything that you would love to just um say and and voice your opinion you can also go to facebook if you're a facebook person look up this episode when it is released and just answer right there we're always you're always welcome it's free to listen to go there and just list all your opinions and questions and we will respond back with to you So thank you once again for tuning in 
And I look forward to you tuning in again every Friday at 7 a.m. Central Time. 7 a.m. Central Time every Friday morning. Unless the we were scheduled for another Friday. But God bless you. And thank you for tuning in. Have a good day. Bye-bye.